Welcome to the More Practice Profits Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring clinic owners make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 69 of the More Practice Profits podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. Um, so to, today's podcast is about how to handle staff who are not committed to your business. There's nothing worse as a clinic owner than uh, going into work and seeing a member of staff who is just simply not committed to your business. And this happens in particular um, with regards to clinical members of staff who possibly are working part-time somewhere else or maybe are even in two or three different clinics at the same time. Um, and when this happens, what you're finding is because their commitment is diluted, your business and your clinic and your patients are never top of mind. They're never their priority and never will be their priority. And this is usually in a circumstance where the clinician for some reason has got themselves into a situation that they have to, they're having two or three different jobs. Um, often because they feel that they need the security of two or three different jobs or that they think they're going to get extra income by spreading themselves. Um, but it's a disaster waiting to happen because it means that you're always going to be trying to catch up on that person's workload. They're never going to be able to do what they could do if they worked full-time for you and they focused on what they were doing for you um, and nothing else. Now, I've had experiences like this early in my um, clinic owning and, and employee uh, career where I've had employees that I took on part-time. And the reason I took them on part-time was I thought I was going to save money. I was, uh, To be honest, I was nervous about providing a full-time job or committing to providing a full-time job to clinical staff in case the work wasn't there. So what I did is I, gave them, I took on part-time people. Now, it worked out from a perspective that the commitment from me was less and therefore the pressure on me to fill that business was less. But because they were working in two or three different places, it ended up making things worse in the long run. Because any time that person was needed to help out with, for example, a patient who they had seen the day before and so on, they weren't there and I had to step in and pick up the pieces. So... After one particularly bad experience of this with a staff member that um, wouldn't go full-time, wouldn't commit, um, wouldn't uh, go above and beyond the basics like the other members of staff who were full-time were, um, and wouldn't leave, eventually left, I swore that I would never let that happen again. So I have a policy now that when you come and work for me in my clinic, you work for my clinic and you don't work anywhere else. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to work for me full time, but it means you can't work anywhere else. If you're going to work somewhere else, then you're not working for me because I want whoever's working with me to give their 100% to my clinic, to my business, to my patients and to their fellow co-workers. So if you're in a situation like I was at the moment and you think this is happening, well, then what are you going to do to try to get that staff member to become more committed other than obviously making sure they're not part-time well 
My advice to you would be to, to, to set out clear expectations with any staff members in negotiations for that position. Now, if they're already there, then you need to sit down and do that now and, and, and clarify what those negotiate what those expectations are. So for example, um, it might be that you're gonna work um, full time for me. Your hours might might be somewhat flexible. Um, for example, in my clinic, they work a four day a week, but they work full time hours, and they don't work anywhere else. That's clear, crystal clear. Not allowed to work in another clinic. If they work in another clinic, well, then their uh, contract with us is null and void, and we don't want um, we we let them know that. So they need to pick or choose. Um, like I said, don't take on part timers. If you take on someone initially and um, they're part time and they're they're working in two or three different clinics. You will find that while short term it might benefit you from a financial perspective and flexibility. In the long term, as you grow your business and as you scale, it's just simply not a way for you to have any sort of reliability or in your business. And it'll end up in a situation where you, as the owner, will be constantly tied tied to that business and constantly called upon to deal with issues that that staff member can't deal with because they're working somewhere else. So if you can at all, don't take on part-timers. Now, if you're listening to this and going, well, it's good enough, it's easy for you because you have a marketing system to fill up your book to make sure that it is busy enough, well, then the solution is you do the same, and it is absolutely possible to do that. If you're looking for more information on how to do that, you can have a look at our website and the new Patients on Tap formula, which is the complete marketing system to fill your book 24-7, even when you're in bed. Um, If you have somebody working for you and they're not committed, whether they're part-time or full-time, well, then you need to find out why. So I would recommend you sit down and have a meeting with them. Um, you find out, is it money? Do they think that they need, are they having? Are they not getting enough money from what you're providing that they feel they need something else? Maybe they're bored. Maybe they're, they're not fulfilled in the job that you're providing them. Whatever it is, and it could be a number of reasons for it, well, approach it with empathy and try to find a solution that will work for both them and for you. So before you even get into this meeting, you want to have a think about what is it that your company needs? What is it that your business needs, that your patients need? And that is what you're trying to achieve. Now, when you're taking someone on for the first time, you've thought this out beforehand if you're doing it properly, and that's a much easier process. But if somebody is already working for you, you still need to consider, is this the right thing? What am I actually trying to achieve here? Then you have your meeting, you find out what, why they're doing this, and then you try to come up with a solution that fits uh, their reasons for it and also allows you to get greater commitment um, to your business. You also want to make sure, and I would strongly advise, is that you get uh, professional HR advice. So I'm not a HR expert, um, and HR law is different in every jurisdiction. So I strongly advise that you get some HR advice before you do it, you go down the path if you already have somebody working for you. Um, because the last thing you need is to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, and find that you're being um, sued for having done so. So then you ex- once you've done this, you need to explore with this staff member your concerns. And you need to be um, crystal clear on your concerns in an empathetic way, but in a dispassionate way. It's too easy for us to become frustrated with staff members and to let this frustration um, 
become evident to them in meetings. And the whole meeting then becomes emotional and we find that we're not actually achieving what we could achieve. So as a clinic owner, what you need to do is you need to detach yourself almost from it and be there as the voice of your business. And by doing so, you will find that you'll be able to cope with these staff situations as they arise. Because the hardest part of scaling any business or dealing with any business or even indeed running a clinic is dealing with your staff. Because people are irrational. We're all irrational and we're emotional. And it's hard to predict how they're going to react. So that is the hardest part of the job, I find. And I think a lot of clinic owners would would agree uh, that that is the case. And you need to be financially rewarded as the owner for having taken this on. So you meet your your employee, you explore your concerns, you're very clear, you're very um, unemotional about it, and then you try to find a solution. Now, let's assume that you've done this. You then need to determine what your next step is. So they either become committed and you keep working to get ensure that they do become committed, or if you find that they're not going to become committed, unwilling to do so, or maybe they're just uh, uh, giving you empty gestures, then maybe you need to consider replacing them. And if that's the case, well, then you need to have your recruitment system in place, which we talked about in the last episode, last podcast episode. Um, what you do not want to be is in a situation where you have a staff member who's not committed to your business, who's not giving you their 100%, and yet you can't replace them or you're afraid to replace them or, or, or to remove them because you don't have anyone to step into their place. Uh, and we've all been here as a clinic owner. It, it's a journey you go on as a clinic owner, learning how to make sure that you have sufficient staff as a backup. And like I said, if you're not sure what to do, go back to the last episode I have on how to um, improve your ability to recruit staff. Finally, what I would say to you is not having a fully committed staff member, and in particular now I'm talking about clinical staff, is a disaster waiting to happen. And it is a situation that will mean that you will will find it more difficult to scale up your business, to improve your profits, that you as the clinic owner will find it more difficult to be able to step away from that business and, and not be tied to it while uh, still delivering great quality service. So if you can at all, if you find that you have any member of staff that's like this or you're thinking of taking any members of staff, make sure that you deal with this and address this. So before I go, if you like what you hear in this podcast, well, then you're going to love what we do in our group coaching program, Blueprint. And if this is something you're interested in, if you're interested in um, delivering what blueprint delivers for its clients doubling their profits inside the first 12 months well then i suggest you have a look at our website have a look at the um the blueprint page and request the triage call with um my pa emma who will have a quick chat to see um what your your issues are with your business and if we feel we can help you then we can organize a strategy session with myself to see if you're the right kind of person to join our a growing group of clinic owners, all of whom are looking to earn more, work less while delivering great quality medical care. So that's Blueprint. If you're interested, go to the website morepracticeprofits.com or connect to us direct uh, via Facebook Messenger. So until next week, this is Lorcan O'Donnell 
health business mentor, signing out.